0: Some people are flat out delirious, They're flat yeah. out just, they just delirious and, you know, they could be making a fortune somewhere else and mm-hmm. they really just need Simon to tell them that
1: they
2: suck. What's up, family? This is your man, Frank. The post series is being brought to you by Motivation Central, the elite training center for your mind. We would love the opportunity to find out if you would be a great fit for this community. Email us at info, the number four, MTA at gmail.com so we can begin that process. All right, family. Peace.
3: Hey, always great, family, and welcome to another edition of the Paul Series podcast. And if you are here right now do you already know that your pulse is vital for you to actually live if you don't have your heartbeat right now and if your blood not pumping from your heart then you have nothing that means your brain cannot function and your brain cannot send signals to the rest of your body to make decisions for you to take advantage of this day and matter of fact being that we talk talking about decisions i want you to know that your power is in your decision each time you sit here and make a decision you sit here and show and display your power and your power in itself your ability to think and your thought Your thought process allows you to create your reality Your reality is dictated by your thought process So if anybody's trying to tell you and get to your mind they always going to show you something all the time To get you to think a different way than what you think But really you are the one to control your thoughts So understand that you might have got lost on what I said Just know this You got the power to create And your thoughts is the creation process To get you to where you desire to be And with that being said. Del-
2: let's go let's go welcome welcome everyone my name is Franklin Jennings that gentleman there that is Timone Brown we got Michael Maestro Turner on the line we got Jazz yes. Jazz oh what's up and we got of course we're gonna continue this conversation with B-Russ what's up everybody yo yo what's good we all here what's good stuff man hey I wasn't able to get in on the conversation last time but I did want to uh, add to the most creative verse and the illest verse conversation. And uh, what I heard was that from Stroke and I think B-Russ too, y'all agreed on uh, the rewind joint by Nas, yep. which, yeah, I, I would go with that too. <laughs> the, uh, the illest verse, man, it was a little tricky for me because there's a lot yeah. of them, but it, yeah, to me, they, 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 a lot of them were coming from Jay-Z and uh, and I know tomorrow is probably like yo man we gotta get off the Jay Z but nah you gotta understand <laughs> he really goes in but my joint is the the well because he didn't really have a hook but the the bonus track on uh, I think it was the Blueprint or the Black album the uh, Lyrical Exercise that's one Lyrical and then the Exercise joint. I need to hear that I need oh hear no that yeah y'all, y'all heard that. I need to hear it again. Yeah, that and um, the joint with uh, what? Guess who's back with um, Jay Scarface and uh, Beanie Siegel. But I think I give Beanie the best verse on that one, though. I give him Mm -hmm. the illest verse on that. Beanie Siegel. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he 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 came. He went last on that joint. So you know, usually the person that go last they kill it. But. See, we came with receipts. We had lines. Oh, food, right. you know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, what he said? He said, uh, "Man, you know, you know, you put me on the spot." Let me see what he said. Uh, man, I should have brought up the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> man,
0: you got to come with the receipts. bro. I got you. I got
2: you, bro. <laughs>
0: we man, I was on the Peter Pan bus. You was putting Peter Pan up
2: in your room. <laughs> Woo! Come on, bro. I got mm. you. I got you. I'm gonna I'm check that. I'm mm. gonna check that out. But I know he was talking about like uh, he started it off with. Um, guess who's Bezak? Your boy B Mizak, mm. aka Mr. Cracker Brick. Turn a whole one from a half a brick. Look, I mastered this. You can mm. tell it when the plastic hits. Mm. Yeah, that that that's. I mean, he got more, but that that's that was the. Uh, the start of that joint. Lyrics right now for you, Frank. If you want me to run through them. Yeah, yeah.
3: Hey, all right. So Benny Siegel says, "Guess who's Bizak? The boy B. Mizak, aka Mr. Cracker Brick. Turn the whole one from a half a brick. Look, I mastered this. You can smell it once the plastic rips. A yeah. hot plate'll make you make you swell up if your gas get clipped. You can make your chips swell up. You don't have to pitch. Yeah, play them corners like a safety. Watch the traffic switch." Young <laughs> fit, yeah. And You'll get pa- past the blitz and you- <laughs> your whole hood on flip like old box spring, spring yeah. <laughs> Pissy mattress, sh- low old box of
2: things,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> glassy. Sh- oh, gosh, okay. I hung the Ghost. like quarter water,
2: yeah.
3: I used to hug a corner
2: like an old a deuce, deuce and a quarter, like <laughs> a
3: deuce in the morning with the old with the heads. Old heads. Flinging loose quarters, this Philly cat back at it, still effing with them crack addicts, still busting with that black um black matic. Yeah. Yes. yeah, That's yeah. Benny Siegel for you.
2: Yeah. And uh you may continue, my good man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it wow. Was, it was right yeah, there. Bro. Yeah, bro. He came with I the plate on that. corners like wow. the safety. That that part I was like, ooh, that he just keep you going. He's just like ooh, ooh, and it just it just builds up. So you just yeah, gotta Yeah. But in in, in tune it, it's crazy. But yeah, let's um, let's get into this. Uh, I guess we we need to know if you guys could uh, sh- build on the Snickerdoodle. Is that it? <laughs> Somebody knows something about a Snickerdoodle in here, so it'd be good if y'all could enlighten us on uh, what that's about. Yeah, like
1: from what I remember, because <laughs> some stuff is kind of fuzzy, but. Pretty much like the band. We had, uh, I think that joint was called Zappa Snacks, something (laughs) like that. And it was basically a fundraiser. Yeah, it was a fundraiser. We were selling cookies
0: during band camp. Now, mind you, it's hot days, (laughs) long hot days. And like Mr. Marshall would be fixing spots. You know that means we're all in a formation and we're sitting down because we had to sit down because we weren't too we weren't behaved enough to do anything else. So he made us sit down in our spots while he fixed spots. And you're bored and it's hot. So take it from there, B Russ. I just had to paint the whole picture before you get into it.
1: I don't even honestly like remember how it all came together. Rayquan, bro. Rayquan, oh, yeah, said yeah, himself, yeah, man. <laughs> And yeah, he, just
0: started, he, he just started singing Snickerdoodle, Snickerdoodle, Snicker doodle snicker doodle snicker, <laughs> doodle, snicker doodle, snicker. And people start joining in. So you got like a half of the band singing this song <laughs> and the, the band director trying to little legitimately trying to, you know, do his job. <laughs> and so we're singing the joint, and then it became a thing where we sneak in to do it. You Know what I'm saying? It's one of those you had to be there type <laughs> joints, and it, it was one of those things, yo. And I'm talking about a corny song, but you talking about fun because we in Hilarious, the hot sun, man. it was like it was like an old uh uh slave tune, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 you know. We on the, we, yo, we was in the fields, bro, and we, we had to come up with something to make it easier, you know. Yeah. What I'm, I'm talking about that. 95 degrees, dog. Wow, 95 degrees, and you out there for hours, so all you had was you and your little water bottle, you know. And you did it, it, it so, and he made up a whole verse to it, all <laughs> right? And, oh, I, man, so it's just one of those things. Uh, mm-hmm. another yeah. dip into the band geek life, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's gonna be on your mixtape, Stro? Or... bro, it need to be on Rayquan's, it's his man, he made oh, that's up. His. Right? He would sing and we would snap or clap to it and it was like a little beat. Like everybody be like, Go ahead, Ray, sing it. Sing it, Ray. Sing it. Like everybody like, sing it. The band director on the other side of the field, sing it. Like (laughs) telling them to do it. And he's like, I uh," man, it was a whole man, he had a whole verse and I can't even remember the verse. I just know if I call Angie in here, she she definitely know the song. Jasmine know the song. Everybody know the song. Like it's just It was one of those things, man. And so we, we got like, it throughout the year.
3: If if that would have went on YouTube, it would have went back. Right. Yeah. Pretty much, bro, because we were just so silly.
0: Like, and, you know, we weren't the only school doing those Zappa Snacks. I'm mad you even remember it, b Yeah, bro.
1: <laughs> Sheesh. Zappa Snacks. I, <laughs> I ain't selling none of that. <laughs> <laughs> right. if you look at mine my, my, my shit probably said negative something <laughs> I, I ate some of them <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> say, how
2: you lose money how you lose your money oh wow that's it, good well yo look so part of what we uh, talked about on the last uh, episode was uh, you know what you talked about the what the why and the 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 when you fell in love with uh, you know you talk, we talked we talked perspective of, yeah perspective of hip-hop but you know building that broader and just speaking about the things that you know matter to us the think why why we're doing what we do um, and you know uh, Stro you know Timon cut you kind of short there at the end there which was a good thing because there's more to build off that but you know something you said at the end was uh, you know you're not in love with speaking necessarily or or yeah that's how you put it was you're not in love with speaking but you're always gonna have love for helping someone you know and, yeah, and yeah. you know to feel
1: uh,
2: right but to the to you know to a naked eye it might seem simple like all right well you know that's if he's if he's looking at it at that like that that's simple but there's more to it i believe um you know from from all of you guys perspectives um as to why you do what you do um so I just wanted to see if you guys could just build off of that a little bit more. Um, I
1: mean, I I can think of like the reason why I I started writing or rapping. Um, it was just like a means of expression because like I'm pretty well. I mean, at times like I'm pretty quiet, and I just feel like you know my music kind of speaks for itself. And um, you know, I just needed an outlet at the time, mm-hmm. and it just grew into something that. I really just became obsessed over, you know what I mean? So mm. I would spend hours every day when I get home or when I got home uh, writing. I wasn't even recording like that until a little bit later. But, uh, yeah, to answer your question,
2: it was really just a form of uh, expressing myself. Got you. Got you. But, I mean, you've taken that even further, though. I mean, it's it's more, you know, what or how you're expressing yourself has, has led to, you know, another Interests of yours, or I could say a movement, you know, just just speaking on the whole mental health aspect yeah. of it all too. Right. I yeah. Mean, know, I, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to cut across. No, you could.
1: Um, yeah. So, you know, I think uh, my involvement with that is um, some of it's, you know, personal experience, and then some of it's actually working with people. Um, kind of like on a day-to-day basis that's really what my day job is working with people with different challenges in that arena so um, eating some people go days without bathing or showering just because everything seems like such a a big task yeah in that mm-hmm. mode and um, I think the hard part for me is like when it happens, like I go through phases where I'll be fine, then I may go through some months where it's more on the depressed end. And it's tiring sometimes cause you know, having to go to, to work like that and trying to like put a mask on and act like everything's good and then right. you know, just whatever other responsibilities in life, you know, it just uh it, it gets hard. But that that's big,
0: bro. Um shout out to, you know, everybody that had anything to do with the movie Joker. Um it brought so much awareness to uh mental health um mm-hmm. I felt like it was powerful, but one of the things that was so powerful was that he was his his sentiments were i'm I'm paraphrasing that you know the the hardest thing about mental health is having an issue, and the world expects you to act like you don't have it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's huge, bro because it's like okay, it's okay if you're, you know, schizophrenic. It's okay if you're bipolar. It's okay. Just don't do that here at work. Just don't yeah. do. That's we got some issues here,
3: this yeah.
1: society, mm-hmm. man. That I we mean, got, yeah, address. Yeah, I was gonna say. Luckily, like the place where I work, um, they're like pretty understanding. So you know, because it's I, honestly like it's a lot of people there with different sets of issues, and they've been pretty good as far as. You know, uh, like if I need a day off or something like that, they don't really trip or anything like that. So I really, it's a beautiful have an employer like that. Because sometimes, I know some other uh, places where I work, you know, that would have been like, oh, well. Oh, well, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, That's good stuff. I I really wanted you to address that, man.
2: Yeah, I mean. You you talked
0: about something this seasonal thing man let me tell you something if you have not experienced uh you know depression or anything don't think you out the woods yet because i know i've experienced what my man's about to talk about right here just from that instagram post just say that one more time like what what is that
1: yeah so uh yeah it's called seasonal affective disorder and basically um it's a type of depression but it's tied into the changing of the season so majority of people usually um may experience or if they are going to experience it, it probably is going to be like in the fall through like the winter because you mm-hmm. know it's cold outside it's darker in the morning it's you know what i mean no plant life like that like the right. flowers and stuff are dying, and so um you know that's kind of like one end of the spectrum but then they may start coming out of it as like you know warm weather gets closer in spring Summer get closer, Um, so it's a real thing. I mean, I think I've experienced that before, but just didn't really have the insight to really know like what was going on. But when I found out that was actually like a thing, it was like wow, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: That's 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 big, bro. Um, I know. I, I I started digging into it. I didn't know anything about it, but I found that even a uh, Mercury retrograde. You know, a lot of people are scared mm. to death of astrology. But mm. I found Mercury retrograde to be a real thing. I'm like, why do I not feel like doing nothing, or posting nothing? Feel like it, you know. This week, this month, yeah. I'm looking at. I'm like, oh, you just said Mercury retrograde, you okay. know. And I, and if you don't know anything about that, you know, get get your thumbs on something other than Kim Kardashian. You know? and <laughs> <laughs> look it up. Get an understanding. You know what I'm mm. saying? I know yeah. you. I know you know every new Balenciaga that came out. Google this, you know. So you know, it's just it's, we we need to get informed because even if you're not dealing with it, somebody around you is. Yeah, right. and you that's, need to know. You yeah. need. I would not have you out here ignorant because that's, that's the right. worst.
2: Most <laughs> definitely. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. I mean, and you think about you know just how. So many people are just expected to just, you know, function, deal with it and and still be, you know, contributing to, you know, just like you said, your places of employment. But, you know, it's crazy how we there is nothing really set up yet that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, really takes into consideration. Like there's so many things that have changed in the world, you know, so many, you know, policies that have changed, but there's there's still a, a big missing is a void. There. Well, it's a big you know,
0: misunderstanding about it socially, I feel. I feel like yeah. the programs, there's programs and things out there, but you know, we always
1: could use more, but I think socially, it's still awkward. Yeah, so, and there's some cultural differences too, like I was saying, like from a family standpoint, Um you know, like uh, someone that, I posted something on IG one time and um this young lady, like, you know, sent me a message and was like, thank you because like in my culture and she's you know Hispanic she was like you know you're kind of expected to just shake it off like they don't really acknowledge it like that so it's even a cultural thing yes sir absolutely brother absolutely yeah, yeah
2: man
0: yeah, and, yeah and look man I know you I know you got to run so could you just tell, a, tell us a little bit about you know why you still rap why do you still do it why do you you know, where does this hunger come from? You know, um, you say you're taking it more seriously than you ever have. Like, is it some lesson you learned? Is it some, some you know, uh, obstacle that you crossed over, like, mentally, physically? Like, fill us in, man, so you know, maybe
1: inspire somebody else to keep going. Right. Um, I think it's a combination of things. Um, you know, I, I really have been writing since, like, middle school or high school, just around that time. And, you know, um, I've been through periods of time where I I wasn't really active. Like, I kind of was taking a a break from doing music and trying to focus on like that. But uh, moving down here to Atlanta has helped because um, I just happened to link up with the right people that really kind of took me under their wing and showed me, like, the spots to perform at, Um, someone actually taking the time to, like, teach me how to hold the mic when you perform, like, you know what I'm saying, just stuff like that, that uh, I started just feeling more, like immersed in all of that. So I think recently though, I had a time where I really was thinking about quitting and it was one because, you know, of what's really required to, to make some noise in the music industry, as far as the networking part, as far as the um, marketing and all of that stuff. And one day I was just kind of like, I don't like I don't think I even have the the strength or maybe even what it takes to to take on all of the stuff that would be required to to really make it like quote unquote big. But um, I think the thing that saved me is one like I had some friends telling me like, nah, bro, like you can't give it up. And then two, I went back to listen to old music that I made in high school, and this is like 15, 16 years old me. And just going back and listening to that was like, wow, like I always had this gift. So all of that has kind of led to the point of just feeling like this is what I was born to do. Like, truly mm, Just a, a hobby or anything. It's what I was born to do. But now I got to put in the work to, to monetize work to work it. Yeah. Uh-huh, and monetize it.
0: That's fire, bro. That is yeah. fire. So, I mean, we can relate that, Frank, straight up to our principles. Yes. Yeah there are success indicators there. So he's not hes not one of these individuals who are running around totally delirious. Um, you have still have three views on your SoundCloud in, in a 10-year average and talking about you want to be a rapper. That's not what he's said. He has some success indicators. He has some physical people who is not his mama, that is not his best friend, telling him that he can rap. Those are success indicators. And we look for success indicators to know that we're doing something right. Because mama will yeah. love everything we do. We need other people to tell us that we're dope. Not ourselves, and definitely not our mama. So, you know, that is a big deal that we push over here, uh, J- uh, B-Russ. It's a okay. big, big deal, man. Big deal, because uh, some people are flat out delirious. Flat sure. out, just, they just delirious, and you know, they could be making a fortune somewhere else. And mm-hmm. they really just need Simon to tell them that they suck. <laughs> I'm that Simon.
2: <laughs>
0: so, you know, so my coaching ain't popular, bro. Because I will tell you in a minute, yo, you not, if yo, if you don't have, if you can't give me any success indicators, Frank Frank can tell you about rooms we went in where people had wet eyes in there. We, right. He's seen the DMs flood in through schools. He's mm. seen the emails. Like, you know what I'm saying? There, there, there's no question. You know, right, right. um, Timon, there's no question. Like, for real. And anytime you can walk into a corporate a room full of corporate people with locks and a beard, come on now. Right. And 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 run through that joker. And crush it, come on, man. So it's we. There are success indicators, and so you have to. If you listen, you have to have those success indicators. If you don't have any, you need to
1: recalibrate. True, true, True indeed. And I I just want to say, like, one more thing too. Like, I think uh, another thing that's really helped me, and like recharging and just you know furthering my career as a musician is. My perspective on what may have once been a perceived failure like let's say Mm. if i try to i put all this effort into a song and put it out and nobody listens to it like you know on one hand you could think like oh i'm a you know what am i that bad like nobody listened to this or you know the other perspective could be okay this wasn't necessarily my best but like what can i learn from this because maybe the marketing wasn't right maybe Whatever I was doing on um, social media wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So really just taking, I hate saying this word, but taking (laughs) what people would call failures and taking them as learning experiences. And when you fail enough, I just feel like you become like super wise in whatever realm because, you know, there's so many lessons that you learn. Bro, and there's
0: a third one. It could have not been the right time. Yeah. Man, timing is everything in social media. You might have did that yeah. Joker on Friday at 4 o'clock. Ain't nobody on social media Friday at 4 o'clock. Just got out of work. They run into happy hour. Yeah. And if they on social media, it's to post their own stuff. They ain't looking at nobody's stuff. Mm-hmm. I post something on a Friday. All the likes will come on Saturday evening or Sunday morning. I'm like, wow, I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, it's true' it's also timing, man. The art of timing is critical,
1: yeah, I wow. agree with that definitely well, B Russ,
0: I know you gotta go you gotta go right
1: yeah, I do well
0: well ahead, yeah. drop drop everything in man yeah, yeah, so video, um, all that.
1: right, right, so again, my name is B. Russ um, I'm a Richmond artist that has moved to Atlanta, so you know I'm doing the music thing down here, but if you wanna keep up. With what I got going on, uh, follow me. All social media is the real B Russ. So T H E R E A L B R U S S. Yes, sir. Good stuff, man.
3: Appreciate
1: you. Man. Hey, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for having me back on, for real, man.
0: Yes, sir, man. Hey, and we will have you back. We are gonna keep this party going. But oh yeah, hey, appreciate you for dropping by, brother.
1: Yeah, no <laughs> problem, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Peace, brother. All right, good peace. Yeah, good stuff. Franklin. Yeah, man. All right,
0: yeah. So you know, mental health. You know, uh, yeah. Right, let's just go ahead and transition, man. I just wanted to say that you know I'm definitely gonna probably I'm definitely gonna talk about it in depth, but yeah, we did. Uh, you know, we lost our best friend this weekend, man. I just wanted to bring the vibe yeah. at the very beginning of yeah. the podcast, man. Yeah, we we lost Cadillac. He is he is officially gone and uh, I I, I, I can't. for real. Like it's, it's amazing, man. Uh, someone that couldn't talk, mm. have such an impact on a family. And uh, you know, I want to just do it right. And, you know, maybe even tell some stories, whatever. Uh, yes, please. I want to I, no, know what I, what I want to do is I want to give, a, give him a full slot. Like, okay, um, I and it's not going to be a podcast episode. I'm going to just, you know, um, title it, and it's going to be released to the podcast. But it, of course, it'll be you know, but it, it's not going to be a post series. But it's going to yeah, be to our, right. um, to you know, our audio experience. Yeah. But I just want to say, you know, audio what an amazing dog, uh, the 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 personality. But I, yeah. I got a lot to tell y'all. Stay uh, focused. Um, I want to make a lesson out of it. I don't want to just tell the experience and talk about how bad and how painful it was. Because we right. did have to put him down. He he uh was he refused to die on his own. And wow. he did have cancer. So I'm going to give the whole, you know, shebang. I'm going to tell it all and you know, we going to make a lesson out of that bad boy. But uh yeah, it was, it was pretty hard, man. Pretty hard. It was a hard Saturday night, bro. Man Hard yeah. Saturday night, man. It's like crazy because now I'm looking at everybody. Anybody got a dog that got one gray hair? I'm like, oh, bro, you about to go through it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, there's no way yeah. I can, It's no way around it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, it's, pray pray my man down his own because if you got to put him down, yeah, boy, that drink is hard, bro. But I'm going to yeah. tell it all. I'm going to tell it all because, uh, you know, it's definitely, um, definitely better yeah. now, but it was definitely. One of the most toughest things, me and Andrew, I know we've had to do in our life. And uh, yeah. the whole family was there. It was it was an experience, brother.
2: Nah, Caddy deserves it, man. He deserves it. Yeah, man. deserves it all.
0: Yeah, so people who are not dog lovers, you know, you just going to have to not tune in because you don't know nothing about this. But I know Timon, you know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. They no. really, that's man's best friend for real.
3: That's
2: for real. That's real.
3: Yeah, um, we had to. Uh, my wife had to put down her uh, one of her first dogs that basically was with her since like middle school up into college. Basically, <sighs> his name was Kobe. I mean, mm. Awesome dog, awesome little personality, real cool, <laughs> laid back cat. You know what I mean? He come <laughs> snuggle with you, lay down with you. Don't bark. Don't do nothing. Toughest, you know what I mean. All he wanted to do was snuggle and chill. That was like that was his character, and um, he just was going through it, facing all these different, like, um, you know, different things, ailments with age, his hip his uh, down from his hips, his eyes, his bladder, stuff like that. Just you know, started to 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 fail on him. But he was just he's just tough. He wouldn't whine. He wouldn't cry about nothing. My man just continue to live and, and do what he had to do, but like when you when you had to look into his um what was going on with him, and you find out all these different things, it's like how are you going through so much pain, but you still you still want to cuddle with people? You still, that part, bro. You know, That's
2: it. That's it right
3: there. It's a thing, and then you know, she had to put him down, and it was just it was one of them one of them hurtful moments that you just had to realize, like a living a living being something that has a presence within your household is not necessarily there no more. You know, so right. um, this that it definitely can be difficult. And I know for some of those people, individuals that may not be um animal lovers or animal people. It's mostly because they haven't experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'ma tell you the
0: truth. I never cared about uh dogs or anything like that until Cadillac uh through Angie and also Daniel, which is my mom and dad's dog, which mm. is now got my mom through her divorce and stuff. They got him when he was together and now they're co-parenting this dog. It's hilarious. <laughs> they're divorced and they call each other to babysit the dog. My dad will take the dog for a weekend. Like it's like that. And so if you don't know dog, you never had one, then you will never understand what we're about to talk about in this next episode. Uh, it's not going to be the poster. series It's just going to be an uh, episode. I was thinking about some names for it, man. I was even thinking about naming, uh, you know, uh, 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 Man's Best Friend. I think I was about to name it that. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about just naming it Man's Best
2: Friend. That sounds right. That sounds just, right.
0: just do like, a, you know, an old Ducati, man.
2: And, come yeah.
0: you definitely can share, you know, your experience about loving dogs as well, you know. I'm really, yeah. you know, and everybody can share their experience about meeting my man because y'all already yeah, know what man. it was. So. Definitely. <laughs> uh, Definitely. so, I mean, even on a bright note, we can go ahead and close this out. Yeah. What I do want to say is if you have lost someone, just know that there's always a silver lining in that bad boy. I don't care what it is. Um, you know, and, and it's, the thing is, we lost them in the fall. You know, mm-hmm. things die in the fall. And that represents a process of new life on the way. And so... You have to close the chapter. And that's what we're going to talk about. So I look forward to it next week, y'all. But in the meantime, between time, if you don't get to that podcast or you never turn back in, a loss is not the end. And take, look for whatever lesson the universe is trying to give you. Like, there has to be something to learn from this. Like, it has to be something. And if, you, and, and once you, get through the emotional part, you'd be like, wow, oh, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the loss is not final. It's not over. It's something else after the loss. Like, it's something else after the leaves turn brown. You know, spring is coming. It's going to be a cold winter. You're right. It's going to be a cold winter missing that person, that animal, uh, that loss. It's going to be a cold. But spring is coming.
2: Be encouraged. All right, family. Peace, peace. Next week. Peace and love.